What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning and happy Relationship Talk Day. And as you guys can see, today we have a very special guest because Boogie wanted to tell you something. He said him in a three-way relationship with some moss. Today, Boogie wanted to tell you about how he started dating mamas. <laughs> and what happened? Boogie, I will never forget the first time I met you. We were at a party. That's funny. I met both of them at a party. <laughs> we were at a party. And we were there to watch the Super Bowl. And I was like, that is the sweetest dog ever. And I've always had an obsession with French Bulldogs. I think, I don't know what it is, but French Bulldogs were like always my favorite. And I remember. You guys are so cute right now. You guys need to see my angle right here. I was like, one day, one day, I'm going to have. Yeah. I'm going to have a French Bulldog puppy. And when we first met, Boogie. Do you remember how I gave you fun to eat steak <laughs> and your old owners told you that you can't be on the couch? So I played with you on the floor. Do you remember that? And then, oh, wow. And then every, um, his, his old owner actually used to work with us she was our manager at equinox back in the day when when we were trainers there and every time um her husband got deployed or anytime boogie got injured and he had to come to work with mama i would always go to the office and i will meet him me too and And i was always telling him jump on the chair come here yeah and I remember I used to call him Baba. Baba. I used to call him Baba. And well, it went from Papa, you called him Papa. Oh, yeah. To Baba. Baba, to Babu. <laughs> to Babu, to, to Boogie. Um, and, and now it's been Boogie. But I remember, too, that like when, when my, my clients would come in and train with me, I'm like, you have, you have to come see... Back in the day, his name was Sergeant. I'm like, you have to come see Sergeant as if he was mine. Um, and then... Basically, we manifested that he was going to be ours and then he was. Right. That's and, what and there was like a little bit of like ups and downs in that journey because we actually tried to get a French Bulldog and we ended up getting scammed, you guys. And then the owner was going to move and she's like, well, I know you guys love him so much and you watch him all the time, like whenever she would travel. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you guys want him? We're like, yes. <laughs> it's about time, we said. And, and Boogie, when, when Boogie first moved in, with, moved in with us, he couldn't even jump onto the couch. No. 
Now he can jump on the bed. He got so jacked and athletic living with mamas. But I think I stole your heart with Fa'it. With steak. With Fa'it. And the reason why I'm saying this is because today today we're going to be talking about dating and dieting. So I figured what okay, a great intro would it be if, if we talk about boogie diet and how our relationship has evolved. That hand. But, man, you guys, how many people do you know, and maybe it's, it, it could be you as well, that if you're single, right, or back in the day when you were single, you were leaner, and then when you got in a relationship, you blew up. <laughs> I mean, I th- I think that. Or how many people do you know who who? Wait, wait. Yeah. I think to some degree, it's everyone. What do you mean? I think that there's. I'm I'm not. You never gained weight when you were dating somebody. Well, in your relationship, in my relationship with you, no. No, not me. But right. you had other relationships. Well, I I was just in my own shit, my my ups and downs. Yeah, I think. I mean. My relationships, the the fact is that they all impact the way that we eat. Because when you want to spend quality time with somebody, especially when you're getting to know them, it's like, well, the first thing that we think to do is like, go have dinner, go have lunch, go have like, eat. I think it would be more relevant to, in a case where now you're just like when you're dating someone and you're in the move in phase, actually... No, had, for me, for me, the person that I was in did not influence me like that. I was just yeah, in well, my own shit. But in your, even in your own shit, when you're going out to eat more frequently because you want to spend time with this person, it gives you more opportunities to engage in face feeding more <laughs> usual than not. Okay, so one of my ex-boyfriends told me this joke. How do you turn a fox into an elephant? Was it Troy? Mm-hmm. You put a ring on her finger. But I feel like that's actually, I mean, you don't even need the ring in most cases. Once you get comfortable with somebody too, it's like, oh, I don't care anymore. But most, a lot of times, not all the time. I want to read what you guys are saying because I see a lot of stuff coming through. And we should say good morning too because we haven't said it. But well, there's 40 people here. So, yes. so good morning so to I'm everybody. So I'm going to say good morning to everybody. We love you all and we're so glad you're here. Um, and also, if this is your first time watching the show, yes. then please do us a favor and drop a comment. Tell us where you're from Amen. and where you represent. Amen. All right. Let's get to these comments about what we started talking about. Boogie is an attention whore. It's true. Yes. Boogie just made a post. Boogie made a post on our Facebook and our Instagram. In Boogie language. In Boogie language. Yeah. So hopefully... Hopefully you'll understand what he said. Okay. Conti, so me. Never again. Yes. Yeah, the transformation has begun. We're just getting started, Conti. Yes, so I'm staying single always, LOL. Yes, yes, yep, yep, Ashley, yep, Kate, yep, Kayla, got married and blew up, Janelle, yep, eating out, that comfort weight, Mark, what's up, buddy, so many people I know, and I happened to be me at one point in a relationship, 
stressful as fuck job didn't help, right? Mm. Blew up because didn't want to be single, still single. Hey, this, I mean, this is under the realm of relationships because the best and most important relationship that needs to ever be had in the entire world and and, and your entire living Man, I was trying to find a really funny and clever way to say that. For your, the most important relationship you could ever have is with yourself. Okay, there yeah. it is. So that is when you are good to be in a relationship with somebody else. And we've said that several times. Um, mm-hmm. But we're working on it, baby. Got comfortable indulging in yummy foods. Weight gain is real. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. This is why my queen and I don't... We prioritize activities that don't revolve around. Mark, you have a queen! Congratulations! I love it. I love him so much. Oh my gosh. Okay, so clearly it's something that's extremely common, right? But, you know, something that I always say is how you do anything is how you do everything. So here is why it's bound to happen, okay? And then how... I'm just taking notes because I know I tend to go on tangents. Okay, so here's why it happens, right? Something that I always say is how you do anything is how you do everything, right? And when you get in, in a, let's, let's face it, if you're single, right? Like it's you and there is an entire world to choose from, right? So, you know, like... In order for you to dive into the pool, let's say, you know, there is a lot of fish out there, right? Plenty of fish. <laughs> and uh, like you you have to dive into the pool or to the ocean in order to catch a fish, right? That's just how it works. That's so, not how I've gone fishing. But let's say for this sake. Right. Uh, can you tell I've never gone fishing let's go. Before? Let's go fishing for sharks. I'm going to dive in and see what happens. But basically what I mean by that is that, you know, dating requires you taking action, right? Like you're not just going to like have somebody fall on your lap like that, right? Even now in the 21st century, like in the virtual world, like even online dating, you're putting yourself out there, right? Like, you know, whether it's like you're scrolling through your phone, you're going out on dates, like you know that you're on a quest to make a first impression on someone, right? And you know the first impression matters. Why? Because if you meet somebody for the first time and they don't look anything like that photo that they posted, which by the way, I heard is something that's really common and I'm not sure why people do that. Um, because they don't love themselves. Easy. Right, right. Um, that can be a great topic of discussion, by the way, but right, like, because you're putting yourself out there and you have to make a first impression, be it online dating or whatever kind of dating, right? Like it requires you to get outside of your comfort zone in multiple ways. And now, like I said before, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you are currently single and you're putting yourself out there, right? That is you on a daily basis getting outside of your comfort zone. So now do you think that if you're putting your, that if you're getting outside of your comfort zone in one area of your life, are you more likely to get out of your comfort zone in other areas of your life? Be it showing up for your workout when you don't feel like it or, um, you know, eating a salad with grilled chicken for lunch instead of pizza, 
100%, right? Because you're already putting yourself out there. When I say that, I mean getting outside of your comfort zone, right? Be it like online or in person, it doesn't matter. Like it requires, you know, like prospecting. You're basically just prospecting for a mate who's like, I'm looking for somebody who, you know, like hits so, so, and so category and, you know, whatever it, you put yourself out there. Like I said, in comparison to when you already started dating somebody, you now no longer have to put yourself out there. Right. Um, and that doesn't matter if you go out on a date every two days, every two hours or every two weeks, right? Like you're still at a state of putting yourself out there. When you are with someone, you're not actively prospecting. So you're not in the mode of first impression counts, right? You're in the mode of settling down, right? Which means that you are obtained in your comfort zone, especially if you got, if you've gone to the point where you're already have moved in together, engaged and married, right? Like when you're married, it's like, all right, locked in and loaded, baby. Comfort fat. Yeah. Like you're extremely comfortable, right? In a sense that like, you know, that unless something dramatic happens, right? Like when it comes to that aspect of your life, you're in your comfort zone. That's it. Pools closed, can't go fishing, right? Um, so are you more likely to stay in your comfort zone in other areas of your life? 100%, right? Because how you do anything is how you do everything, right? So the reason why, this is my theory, by the way, and when it comes to relationships, we told, we told you guys before, right? Everything that we talk about is based off of your own experience. It is, is off of our own experience with regards to relationships, right? Um, and we're just babbling, you know, giving you guys advice and connecting with you. But, you know, when you are putting yourself out there and getting outside of your comfort zone on a more regular basis, chances are is that you will be more okay with getting outside of your comfort zone in other areas, right? Because change is happening fast, whether you're going on a date, whether you're going on a second date or you're like, hmm, swipe to the left, whatever, right? Like when you're in it with somebody, there's no change happening in, in that pool, right? Like the pool is always, you know, there for you whenever you need it. Well, at least I hope so. Physically it is though, right? So you're like, I have a pool. Why should I work for it? Right? I know the problem. What? There's no fish in people's pools. How are you supposed to find the fish? You gotta go to the ocean. You gotta go to the river. And Christy's like, Jerry, you don't even need a pole. You just need a net. She's like, I'm about to capture all these bitches. Hopefully not in a pool. Oh, a net, a fishing net. Get very far. A fishing net. That's the problem. Yeah, fuck the rod. Just go for the fishing net. And that's why, by the way, that's why people who date very often, like players, always look really good. Because they constantly get themselves outside of their comfort zone. They know that like on a, like multiple times per week, right? First impression, first impression, first impression, right? If you knew that you had to make a first impression, right? Like on multiple people per week, right? AKA players, right? Then you're going to be more likely to take care of yourself. Just saying. Just saying. By the way, this is why salespeople in general, like if you see like, 
people who, who like sell, you know, like more expensive things, um, like high-end realtors, like if you ever see like those shows on Bravo, why do you think they always look so good? Because they're, they're like in first impression, first impression, first impression, like it's like, it's a, just a standard of living. They're like, I know I got to look a certain way because otherwise I'm not going to meet the, the prospect that I want, right? Um, this is not a business conversation, but dating is really, it's prospecting. You're prospecting for a mate. The other thing that I thought about hmm. is that you can't, if you're, if you're fishing for a certain fish and you're using bait that that fish doesn't give a shit about, you're not going to catch that fish. You might catch a different kind of fish, right? So... Man, I feel like that's a good analogy, but because I don't understand fishing. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me keep going. Mm-hmm. I know, I don't know, like I'm not a fishing expert, but I know that different, just like, like different fish, different types of sea creatures eat different things in the sea, right? So if, if you put a, a, a spare fucking tire on the end of, on your hook and you're like, wow, let's go. Like you're, you're, you're not going to get very lucky with the fish that you catch, because most of them, I don't think want to eat spare tire, a little piece of, little piece of rubber, right? Um, you know, if you throw out chum, like from like, like fish heads and shit, you're going to find some sharks if you're in the ocean, right? So, but, but you're not going to find any, any, <laughs> you're not going to find any salmon if you're in the wrong place. Like, you know, so the analogy of this is yes, that, and, and you get what you tolerate. So a lot of people will find themselves in really uncomfortable and, and unhappy relationships because for one, you're unhappy with yourself, but because you've tolerated this lower level of living, when you know you're capable of more, you'll tolerate somebody else's lower level of living because you believe that that's all you can get. So you're fishing. That's why when it goes back to the analogy of the player is the player wants to attract the finest looking women. So that player needs to look like the man that that woman would be attracted to. If you're fishing for a specific type of fish, you need to use the bait that they want. But if you are tolerating um, an unhealthy lifestyle, you're lazy, you don't work out because you don't feel like working out, you make exceptions and justifications for why you deserve two scoops of ice cream instead of one, or why you deserve chocolate multiple times per week or an extra glass of wine. And when you tolerate these things, that is what you get. So the first fish that you catch, you're like, I'm gonna eat that for lunch. And then you know that that's not the way that you wanna live, but now, you're in a relationship with somebody else who's doing the same thing and you wonder, man, it's so hard to get my husband on board. It's so hard to get my wife on board. Yeah, because that's not how you were. I see a lot of comments coming in. I have that, no idea that, what's happening. but That was so good. And that is so freaking true. And that is why... That's why we like to look good when we're trying to impress people or attract yeah. people because we know that the people who have a certain body type, now not body type, it's, that's more genetic, but a certain body structure um, that looks healthy, that looks strong, that looks independent, that looks confident, 
everybody wants that around them because you that that's your standard of living in general how you do anything is how you do everything is if your if your body represents a certain standard so does the rest of your life most likely most likely mm-hmm. not always and so i think part of its vanity yeah we want to look in the mirror and look sexy naked of course and that's not a bad thing i think everybody that's does nature. you should want that but it's when that is your when that's your why, you probably won't get very far, and this is a different topic, but it's good to want to, to look like you're unfuckwithable, like you're confident, you're strong, you're healthy, you've got your shit together, because that is attractive to people, and we all want to be attracted to people. We, I- all, we all want to be attractive to people. We all want to feel admired. We all want to feel cared for and loved as a human being, like... That's why bitches will be posting their ass on Instagram so they get a lot of likes. Because it it affirms them of something and it makes us feel good, right? Um, And that's okay. But it does then go beyond that. Right. Um, That was a really good point. And, you know, this this is something that I'm really passionate about. I know it's not fully today's topic, but how you look matters because when somebody sees you from a distance or from one foot away they haven't met you and they create a story about you based off of simply how you look because that's all they have right like that's a survival mechanism that we all built and that is a huge part of my why because of certain life experiences that i had to me looking a certain way where i where i i look confident protected don't fuck with me um, it, it is, is a non-negotiable, right? So therefore, like, I have to do whatever it takes in order to get there, regardless of how uncomfortable it is. Because the, the further you want to go in life, the more discomfort you will have to face, right? Like the standards that you have in order to lose, let's say, 20 pounds when you're looking pretty soft are different than the standards that you have to have when you want a four pack or the standards that you have to have when you want a six pack than the standards that you want to have in order to have a six pack 365 days of the year. It's a representation of a story that's bigger than you, right? Um, I I was having a conversation with Lauren, one of our team members the other day, and I'm actually not sure how that conversation had started, but you know, we were talking about when I first met you and how I was just so incredibly attracted to you. And we were talking about what is, um, to me, the most, and I wasn't even trying. The, the most, the most, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you guys heard the story, it really wasn't, <laughs> but anyways, go. the, you know, the most attractive part, like body part for me on a woman, Emily Wolf is dying once again. <laughs> Did you get your diapers yet, girl? She's wearing it right now. <laughs> Just let it go. Um, so for me, the most attractive body part on a girl is her back because that is something that you can't fake. A lot of girls now, especially in the 21st century, right? And like in the Instagram booty era, have a nice butt, yet the rest of their body is soft. It's um, also 
you can have Their butt is soft too. They you just find you can angle. you can have abs simply by having clean nutrition and exercising your abs and doing some cardio, um, and not work extremely hard for it. But mm. the I would disagree. But right, yeah, like it's a lifestyle. But the, there is one body part that like you can't fucking fake, and that's a big strong back. You can't because that means that you're lean enough. That means that. You're dedicated to a certain degree, right? Like when I mean a strong back, I don't mean like you got some muscles. I mean like you have a defined back, like molded as shit and you have a triangle. Like in order to get there, that took years of dedication, hard work, discipline, and it also means that you're strong as fuck. And if and no, nobody's ever going to find somebody who has an incredibly lean and strong back, who has a massive front, or just other parts. But when it comes to an ass or abs, you can have it and not have the rest of your body be proportional. So I told Lauren, I'm like, yeah, girl's back for sure. Like, that Show was my thing. Backs. That was my thing. Um, Show us your back. And it's still oh, my thing. I mean, but your back is massive. Well, better keep doing pull-ups because now I know. Um, when Sarit and I met too, she, go, she asked me a question and I'll never forget. She said, what's your favorite carb? <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm crazy. And now I, I like look I... back and I wonder, was that one of the check boxes? Like, did I answer right? Like, is sweet potato? Is it right? Yeah, I used to like sweet potato was. Yeah, I haven't eaten sweet potatoes in a long time. At the time it was. I hate when password um, like resets, when they have the questions and ask you what your favorite something is. I never choose those mm -hmm. because it, that shit changes. I'm like, I don't know what was my favorite when I made this password. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, that's way off the point, but you know what? Let's talk about this too. We talked a lot about the shape of somebody's body and the condition of somebody's body when dating or when attracting somebody or getting married, whatever the process. Mm -hmm. But let's also talk about like an energy that somebody gives off. Mm. Like, I don't know why I just thought of Lizzo. So this has to come into play somewhere, but Lizzo portrays herself, the, the, the rapper, Gosh, she's so good. She's good. She portrays herself as like extremely fucking confident. And we can all agree Lizzo's overweight. Okay, whatever. Now, if somebody's legitimately happy, I'm happy for them. It's really none of my business. Healthy or not, if you're happy, I'm happy for you, truly. But, you know, when, when you have a certain energy that you're giving off to, and a lot of times you get this energy from knowing that you are healthy, knowing that you are living at high expectations for yourself, you know, and then this body that, you know, many are striving for, whatever it is, different for each of us, comes into, into view, then, then it's like, then the confidence comes out and then the energy you give off is very different too. And that energy too is something like your soul and, and spirit connection is also something that then can align with somebody else that is more of the right person for you. Because attraction, physical attraction is one thing. I mean, if I'm physically attracted to 
a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. we can walk down this, like we can go on the beach in Southern California. There's, there's a lot of really fit people. Remember when we took a walk the other Sunday, like I stopped to do it and I'm like, Hey, I want you to know that you got a really nice body. Like we always yeah, compliment them because we know the, you know, when somebody has worked on their body for a really long period of time, when, when they really put effort into it, yeah. it's like, I can admire. And even like, like I even will see like, even let's take the, an example of like a girl with a nice butt. Uh-huh. Like, uh, girl, I know what you did for that. Like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you because that's a little weird in that instance. But I would even t- like, I would even tell you like, like girl does some squats. Right. You know, like it's right. an admiration and a respect. Right. Um, but I think that when you have this certain level of confidence, then you attract an even higher quality mate, if you will. Yes. Right. Higher quality in the sense that they're more right for you. Yeah. Right. Because whatever energy you're giving off is, again, you get what you tolerate or you get what you put out. Right. So you're going to then attract somebody who aligns with that. Right. So if you don't have that confidence, um, if you don't feel like yourself, then you're not going to attract somebody who aligns with the person you're striving to become. And then it will be more difficult for you to become that person if you get in a relationship with somebody who doesn't align with that person. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because you're going to try to keep up. You're going to be extremely insecure about it, man. Or you're going to be trying to continue to transform while that person isn't maybe doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So how does this all relate to dating and dieting? Because... Chances are that, you know, if you're in our community and you, you now understand that it's a lifestyle and let's say if you've been in a relationship for quite some time, um, then you might be getting to a point where there's conflict, right? Because standards are changing, right? And I'm not saying that you're like, you know, you tell your significant other, oh, you're not that attractive anymore though subconsciously that could be happening but problems might be arising because the standards in in which you're leading and living your life are different like in the sense that you are now we talked about non-negotiables last week and in the sense that now you are clear that you have some non-negotiables like hey babe saturday morning i'm not gonna sleep until 10 a.m like I, I got to wake up at 8 a.m. so I can get in my workout and you can't give me shit for it. Right? Babe, stay in bed. Mm, yeah. just or you're so annoying. I can't believe that you're waking up early on Saturday. Why can't we just sleep in? Or, you know, let's say a few guys used to go out for brunch every single Sunday and you're like, you know what? Like these Sunday brunches are totally killing my vibe. Come on, babe, this is our only time in the week. And like you start hearing these things and you're like, man, but it's not where I like this. It's not in alignment with where I'm going. It makes you so, feel bad for wanting to take care of yourself. Yeah. And, and it you makes you never. feel, and, and the worst feeling is too, is when you're taking care of yourself and you know that that's becoming a non-negotiable and you are, if you haven't spoken up about it, it feels like you're cheating on yourself. And that is the the most hurtful thing ever, right? Um, so normally, you know, let's say if, you, if you've been in a relationship for a while or, you know, you have been married for quite some time and, you know, you're noticing 
these shifts in the way that you're thinking and you understand that this is a lifestyle and you know you have a different set of routines and behaviors that you know your partner doesn't seem to get um could be extremely unsupportive or that sort of thing now you're you're getting to a point where there there could either be conflict or you could be getting to a point where you know because of the new way of living um if your partner is open-minded most people are not right um most people because people are scared of change right um so people think that their entire life is going to change for the worse and pizza is never going to happen again because now you're taking better care of yourself right um so they they start being scared so one of two things happen that partner is either going to be inspired by you and is going to go up with you or what's going to happen is because you know you are transforming from within so fast and they're just either not accepting it or being unsupportive or are trying to bring you down, what's going to happen is that you guys are going to go in different ways, right? So what do you do at this point? I mean, we can all hope that, you know, on from a soulful experience, um, your partner loves you enough to support you and maybe to want to change for you, right? Um, because let's face it, if you guys are not on the same page with how you're leading your life, it's just not going to work out, right? Like I told you my story with, with my ex, right? It's just, it's not going to work out. I don't care how much love there is there, right? Like the, nobody needs to fight something that's no longer in alignment. If there's no alignment, then don't waste your time. However, but there's, I'm not saying that, you know, if you're one of these people and you have a partner who's not in alignment, like cut it right now. What I'm saying is that you need to have conversations about, you know, where do you see yourself five years from now? Right? Like, where are you heading? Right? And this will allow you to, to get a better understanding of where your life with them is going and is it in alignment? Because as far as I'm concerned, and again, like any sort of advice that I'm giving is solely based out of my own life experience. And I know that I'm very aggressive with the way that I live and lead my life, right? Because I have a very big mission. And for me, if something is not in alignment with that purpose and mission, it has to be gone because it's a waste of time and energy, right? And I hope it is the same for you too, but I don't expect it to be, right? Um, but, you know, you need to have a conversation because for one, if you avoid the conversation, then you're always going to have this, this feeling in your stomach, right? Like um, anything that they do is now going to annoy you, right? There's resentment. Yeah. And there's going to be a resentment. Right. Because ultimately, because of their behavior, if you haven't spoken up about it, you end up cheating on you. You end up having like nasty ass dinners. Right. Um, you end up not going to sleep on time. You end up missing your workouts because you're not respecting your sleep. Right. And that sort of thing. You end up wasting a lot of time when, in fact, you want to, you know, put in the time in the gym and the kitchen and meal prepping. But instead, you're getting drunk on a Sunday afternoon with your friends or people that your partner calls friends, whatever you want it, what you want it to be. Um, I'm probably hitting like a lot of like pain points for you guys. And if you're like, man, that stings, then please take this with love. Um, because this definitely used to be me, but you know, you need, you need to, you, you need to set the time to have a conversation with your partner and you need to be the leader, right? Um, what? 
read Ivy's comment out loud. Facts are right. It's the reason my last relationship fell apart. Despite love being there, we were in two completely opposite paths. Wait, 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 hold on. Okay, a re a reason I told you to read that is because I misread it and I thought it said, fact, Sarit is the reason why my last oh. relationship fell apart. And I was like, it wouldn't be the first time, but in a good way. It's not, <clears throat> it's not like we're here to break up relationships. We're here to provide insight I, I and I wanna truth. ask Ivana something though. Are you in a better relationship now? Yeah, we're not we're not here to break people up. No, like, we're, we're here, here to, to build you better. We're here to help you live your best life, and sometimes that means people need to go. Yeah, and that's not bad most of the time. Look, I've said this before. If you, if they're not good for you, you can trust that you're also not good for them. Because yeah. if you are even in a state where you could help them be better, they don't want to be better, and that's why you're being held back. They don't want to be better. They don't want to be helped. So you're not helping them. Mm -hmm. So if, if, if they're not good for you, your, your chances are good that you're not good for them. Yeah. So better for both parties to cut it and then just be okay with it. It's, it's a matter of making room, making room for something better until you make room for, for something better. You're, you're, you're never going to receive it. Right. It's like a symbol to the universe that, hey, I know that, like I know that I deserve better. Right. Yeah. So like you have to, you have to lead that conversation with your significant other. Yeah, definitely. Conversation. See, my wife, saying. my wife and I are in the same path at a minimum, a path that is respected and supported by the other 100 percent. Yeah. Great. And, and, it, and, and it, you can have different levels of strictness. Like I'm a lot more strict than Aaron is, I would say. But we are in the same path. Yeah. I mean, not, not to a large degree, though. It's no. Like, like if our, people looked at our life, they'd be like, you both are all fucking crazy. We but are crazy. Like, and we wake up together crazy. at the same time, like every single day. We go to bed right? at the same time. We, we go to bed day. at the same time. We I actually don't foods. think ever one time one of us has gone to bed without the other. That's no, kind of crazy. That's going to be so weird. Super gay. Yeah. Um, but it's worth a conversation. Like, if... Like, rather than just saying, I don't like what you do, I'm out of here. Like saying, hey, this is the journey I'm on. And, you know, I, I love I love being around you. And, you know, we've got all this history together and, you know, would love to make it work. Uh, but I need to know if you're on the same page with me, right? Like having a conversation that's like, hey, these are the things I want to do. I, you know, I, um, I'm, I'm asking for your support and, and, and whatever. And then if they're on board, awesome, great. Mm -hmm. But if they're not, it's worth reconsidering. It really is yeah. because for the quality of both of your lives. Yeah. For the sake of the greater good. Mm -hmm. But I think that a lot of times people are so resistant to doing it because people are scared of change. But one thing is for sure. If you are in an environment with an unsupportive partner who's bringing you down, you're just, you're never going to be successful. And that might sound harsh and you might say, sorry, don't generalize. No, but, but no, you're, and even if you will be successful, you will be miserable and, and, and you're going to hit a cap. You're going to hit a cap. You're not going to reach your full potential because in order for you to reach your full potential, you have to be brought up by people who have been there, done that and are fully supportive of you. Anything that's, that's less right with regards to standard is, is still pulling you down to some degree. <laughs> Stop it. Um, <laughs> yesterday I said on the live, don't touch that. You might break your finger. 
Yeah. So, you know, like the reason why we call this conversation dieting and dating is because it rhymes well, but I don't mean like going on a diet, like, okay, babe, I'm, I'm doing keto now. Right. So this is your side of the fridge. This is mine. Like, like if you, that, though that requires don't some compromise, right? That even that requires some compromise, right? In a conversation. But the thing is, if, if you are on the right path, like just like, I mean, like spiritually, mentally, physically, like all the things that we teach, right? And your partner is not on the same page, then you need to have a conversation with them. And you, you, need to, you need to share with them the standards, right? Um, and a supportive partner will respect it, even if it might be a little bit uncomfortable. And all you can hope is that in your journey, you will inspire them. But if there is constant conflict and the, and the, the more you get forward, the more conflict that there is, put that lobster back in the pot because that, that lobster is going to try to bring you down the, hot, the hotter things get. And it ultimately it's your choice. It's your choice whether you choose to or not. But like I said, life is so short, right? Like if you're going to live 10 more years, you have only 520 weekends left. Like how would you want to spend them creating and living your best life or waking up with anxiety and annoyance every single day? It's up to you, right? However, you're going to have to create it, you know? So... You know? Do you have anything else? I'm done. I just want my biceps to look like Sarit's when I lift my arm up like that. But show them your back. I actually contemplated, do I want to get a tattoo on the inside of this arm? Because you can't see my muscles as much on this side. Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> it's a silly. Why would I show them my back? I feel like that's silly. Yeah, that's, that's too much. Um, but anyways, maybe I'll make a post about it at some point. Keep your eyes open. This is my back. This is my back, right? Hey, everyone. This is my back. The end. Hashtag back. To get a lean, strong, big back, like to, to a back is a byproduct. And it's, it's not, it's something that you can't see, but is accepted by most. So it's easy to work hard for it. Right. And abs is something that you see because every time you look at yourself in the mirror, you're able to see that. I mean, if your back is big enough, you, you can see from the front. To yes. A you, you, the right. Width, but, the width. Right. But what I'm saying is that like seeing progress in your back and that sort of thing, like unless you're like, oh, can somebody take a picture of me or whatever? Like nobody just has a big back for a big back. Right. Like and, and people who are known for having big backs are like incredible people. Like I'm thinking about Superman. I'm thinking about Michael Phelps. I'm thinking about Dan Bailey. Like they have a fucking massive back and that's awesome. Right. Probably, but like, they don't have a probably. big back because they said, oh, I, I woke up today because I want to have a big back. No, it's because they're doing something and their back got massive as a byproduct. Probably 45 of these 48 people don't know who Dan Bailey is. That's okay. I really want to um, have him on the show one day, though. But um, you guys, tomorrow is guest interview day. And speaking of which, we do have an incredible speaker tomorrow. Um, her name is... With Karen. a big back. She does have a big back. <laughs> yes. Um, and for all y'all single ladies out there. <laughs> She's smart. 
She is smart. She's strong. Yeah, she she's a nerd and she's really fucking strong. Her name is Kara Lazowskis and she was on the Titan Games. And she's got a really cool story, mm -hmm. um, a really deep story. So we're gonna get um, down and dirty with it. So please join us. Remember that guest interview days are at 6 a.m. So tomorrow we're starting at 6 a.m. Um, I wanted to add one more thing to the single people. And that is why in order for you to have the least amount of conflict, right? I mean, we can't change the past. All we can do is create the, the future that we live in. But um, the best thing, if I was to give advice to anybody, is work on yourself first. Figure out your own standards before you get into a relationship with anybody. Mm -hmm. Because if you guys are not on the same page, chaos is going to be created. You're, you're going to be wasting your time and your energy to some degree. But if you're on this path when you're single, like you ain't got nothing to worry about. You just got to do you. And because you're, you're clear on your non-negotiables and because you're clear on your standards, like you're going to go into the ocean knowing what kind of fish you want. 100%. It's not like, oh, I'm going to take whatever I get kind of thing. It's like, this is mine and I'm going to go for it. And you're also going to have the confidence to go for it. Regardless if you're at a party and you're wearing Lulu shirt, shorts and a crop top and she's wearing like a nice ass outfit. Regardless of all that. True story. Yeah, it's true. Um, I think it was Nicole Conti said, I'm going to do a dance when I lose my back boobs or when my back boobs are gone. Yes. I'm all for it. You're on your you're on your right path though. All right, you guys. Um, for those joining us, good morning. Um, please be sure to check out the recording on. If you're watching this on YouTube, YouTube subscribe. Sub it's way fun. I heard everybody's doing it. Yeah, get all of our pumpkin spice recipes. <laughs> all the basic bitch recipes. We got those there. Um, they're all amazing too, by the way. Well, you guys, we will catch you tomorrow at 6 a.m. We hope you have a beautiful day. We hope that you Who register. We hope that you register. Um, this is going to be the last time that we tell you on the show that registration is open because the next time you will see us, it's already going to be day one and registration is going to be closed. So last chance. Stop no. snoozing. Start acting. Three, two, one, go. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Suri.